if you want the latest news in technology, reviews of great new tech hardware and software, along with helpful tech tips, then Tech Brood with Greg Doig is the podcast for you and everyone that loves tech. Welcome to week six of Tech Brood. I'm your host, Greg Doig. If you love technology like I do, yes, you're in the right place again. Here are some of this week's top tech headline stories. Apple warns not to buy AirTag replacement batteries with bitter coating. Since AirTags are expected to have a year-long battery life, it may be some time yet before AirTag users need a replacement battery. But when the time comes to replace one, Apple is warning customers not to buy batteries with a bitter coating. And according to Duracell, hundreds of lithium coin batteries are accidentally swallowed by children each year, and these batteries can cause a harmful chemical reaction. The non-toxic bitter coating reacts with saliva, and it's meant to deter swallowing. But Apple warns these types of batteries may not work with AirTags. So the battery in the AirTag is accessible by pressing and twisting the accessory open, and some believe that it's easy for children to figure this out. But in addition to avoiding batteries with coatings, AirTag users should also make an effort to keep them away from kids. So if you have kids and you use AirTags, make sure you take note of this warning. Microsoft Teams now has 250 million monthly active users, according to a report at Windows Central by Robert Carnival. He writes, Microsoft Teams numbers keep on growing fast. Just a few short months ago, Back in April of 2021, Teams boasted a total of 145 million daily active users, but that number has since grown to 250 million monthly active users. And the qualifier is different, though, monthly versus daily. A quarter of a billion monthly users is no small amount. This figure was shared by Kyle Vickstrom, the director of Microsoft Investor Relations, with Mary Jo Foley over at ZDNet. The news comes ahead of Microsoft's fiscal year 2021 fourth quarter earnings call. Teams is at the center of Microsoft's plans for the immediate future. Not only is it being directly integrated into Windows 11 as the default chat app, it's also bonding with Windows in other ways and is getting constant updates for its own functionalities. You can't expect Teams to continue to improve itself and to be the pace setter for other Microsoft apps as it keeps dominating the work world and expands into general consumer spaces, attempting to dislodge Zoom as the de facto video calling app for everyday chit-chat. News this week about Windows 11 beta. Microsoft is moving ahead on Windows 11. A month after its first dev release, Windows 11 is now available in beta form as of July 29th, 2021. This beta is still unstable software. Windows 11 won't be stable until its official release, which is planned for late 2021. However, the beta builds will get fewer updates than the dev builds. Many bugs should be worked out and fixed in the dev channel before builds hit the beta channel. It's not recommended to upgrade your main computer to Windows 11, especially if it's critical for your use or your business. However, if you're interested in seeing what's new and you have a spare PC available, you might want to try installing the beta builds of Windows 11. However, the only problem installing Windows 11 on a spare PC is that Windows 11 has strict hardware requirements. Even if you have an old PC laying around, Windows 11 may not support its hardware if it's a few years old. 
but I'll be installing it soon on a fairly new laptop. I will report back on my use of it and how it works for me later. But another note related to Windows 11, malware is being distributed via fake Windows 11 installers, according to an article written by Nathaniel Bott at PC Magazine. He writes, malware is being distributed using a fake Windows 11 installer, and this according to Kaspersky software. The security firm says one example malware contained in a file called 86307 underscore Windows underscore 11 build 21996.x64 plus activator.exe, pretty long title, increased its file size to 1.75 gigabytes using one DLL file that contains a lot of useless information to create the illusion that it was a legitimate Windows 11 installation tool. The illusion extended beyond the size of the executable file, too. Kaspersky says opening that file invokes a series of installers resembling an ordinary Windows installation wizard, complete with a license agreement that notes that it would also install some sponsored software, which is true in a sense, except in this case, the additional software in question is malware rather than a pre-installed version of a game like Candy Crush. The installed malware can be very wide-ranging from relatively harmless adware which Kaspersky says are classified as not a virus, to full-fledged Trojans, password stealers, exploits, and other bad stuff. The company says it's not clear if some of these schemes eventually install Windows 11 as well, or if they all leave victims with their existing version of Windows instead. An article over at ZDNet by Jonathan Gregg, who wrote, Prezi announces integration with Google Workspace for video content. Prezi CEO Jim Zafransky explained that the next phase of the hybrid office will require more flexibility on how people communicate, meaning video conferencing, messaging, and collaboration tools must coexist seamlessly. Zafransky said, now on Prezi Video, you can share any type of content on the screen of any type of video meeting without disconnecting from your colleagues. Prezi Video also works with Google Meet, Zoom, Microsoft Teams, WebEx, and GoToMeeting. Google Slides is supported on Prezi Video for Web, Windows, and Mac. Here is another review by TechBrood. And this week's review is going to be taking a look at the new features in WordPress 5.8. WordPress 5.8 was released with nearly 300 new features and fixes. The latest release of the popular content management system is now available for download from wordpress.org forward slash downloads. The update includes a number of changes to core functionality as well as some minor bug fixes. Here are just a few highlights. New feature, custom post types. Custom post types allow you to create custom posts that can be used in your site's navigation or other areas where it makes sense to have different kinds of pages. The media library has been completely redesigned in WordPress 5.8. It's easier to find media files from within the admin panel. There are also improvements made to the way it looks when browsing through posts and pages. There have been changes made to the post type specific settings like featured image, thumbnail gallery, etc. New post type specific options in WordPress 5.8. You have full site editing features in WordPress 5.8. 
The ability to edit your entire site from a single screen is one of the most powerful new features that has been added to WordPress since its inception. The full site editing features allow you to make changes across multiple pages at once without having to go back and forth between each page individually. This makes it easier than ever for users who want to quickly update their content or add or remove plugins on an existing website. The vision behind full site editing is to provide a collection of tools and features allowing WordPress users to build an entire website using blocks. Full site editing encompasses a range of separate sub-projects, including site editor, global styles, query block, navigation block, templates, block themes, and much more. As mentioned before, one of the biggest additions introduced in WordPress 5.8 are two new modes, template editing mode and block editing mode. These modes allow you to edit your template files directly without having to install or activate a block theme first. This means you can make edits to your existing HTML code while keeping all other aspects intact. And finally, WordPress 5.8 also includes a few improvements related to how you access them. Block widgets to the customizer. Block-based widgets provide several advantages, including the following. You can install the official Classic Widgets plugin, which restores the previous interface of the widget screen, block widgets to the customizer. In addition to the widget editor itself, there's another big change coming to the way we customize our site's appearance through the customizer. In fact, this update brings us closer than ever to having an entirely customizable front end. And these are just a few of the many new features in WordPress 5.8 for those that are using it or are planning to build a website with WordPress. Get ready for some tech tips from Tech Brood. And here we go with some tech tips again. We have some tips this week from Apple, Google Workspaces, and Microsoft. Here's a tip for iPhone users. It's an iPhone battery trick to help you quickly find out how worn it is. This comes from an article at ZDNet by Adrian Kingsley Hughes where it's written that Apple says a battery is good for about 500 recharge cycles, so if it's getting close to that number, you know that a battery replacement might be in your future. So here are the steps. Go ahead, pen, pencil, crayon, if you want to write this down. Here we go. First, go to Settings, then to Privacy, then to Analytics and Improvements. Once you're there, you can see if Share iPhone Analytics or Share iPhone and Watch Analytics is enabled. If it isn't, you'll need to enable it and come back to this page in a few days. If it is enabled, and it is by default, you're good to go. So then you tap on Analytics Data and then scroll down to find an entry that starts with Log-Aggregated. If there are multiple entries, choose the last one in the list, which will be the latest. Check the data on the file and tap to open. You will now need to copy the data out of the file. You can do this by tapping on the screen and dragging the select cursors to grab all the text. This is usually the hardest part of doing this. Once you've copied the text, open up notes, create a new note, and paste the contents of the file you copied into the note. Then you'll tap on the three dots at the top of the note and use Find in Note to search for battery cycle count. This will take you down to the entry and the number there corresponds to the number of recharge cycles the battery has been through 
and that will give you a good measure of the state of your battery. Here's some news tech tips from Google. You can search within a folder in Google Drive on iOS now. There's also a new Google Meet progressive web app. You can now search for content inside a specific folder in Google Drive on iOS. Simply navigate to the folder you want to search within and select the search bar. You'll see a list of suggested folders, documents, and users to refine your search results. Select the folder before typing your search query. This is available to all Google Workspace customers as well as G Suite Basic and Business customers. In addition, you can use the new Google Meet web app for better meetings on desktop devices. Google launched a new Google Meet standalone web app. This progressive web application, also abbreviated PWA, has all the same features as Google Meet on the web, but as a standalone app, it's easier to find and use, and it streamlines your workflow by eliminating the need to switch between tabs. The PWA runs on any device with Google Chrome browser version 73 and up. Version 73 was released in March 2019. This means it works on Windows, Mac OS, Chrome OS, and Linux devices. And finally, for you Windows users out there that need to know how to use Device Manager if you haven't before, you can use this if your PC has developed an issue while you are working. Then you would look for hardware issues that can be shown in the Device Manager. Here are the steps to open Device Manager. You press the Windows key plus the letter R on your keyboard, which is a shortcut that brings up a Run dialog box, and then you would type in the following to get to the Device Manager. Letter D is in David, E is in Edward, V is in Victor, M is in Mary, G is in Greg, M is in Mary, T is in Tom, then a period, then M is in Mary, S is in Sam, C is in Charles. So again, that's D E V M G M T dot M S C. And this goes into the box. Press enter and you should open up the device manager. Within the device manager, any malfunctioning devices are usually shown with a flag or a warning symbol. So in order to troubleshoot any device with a flag, you would right-click on the item and view more information and then check properties. When drivers are an issue, you usually see that indicated there. And often the solution is to just download a new driver. If it's not a driver and it's hardware, you have to replace the hardware. If it's something simple like a keyboard or a mouse and you have an additional one on hand and you swap it out, that usually fixes the problem. But internal components can't readily be swapped often because most people don't have spare components on hand and failure of these components is more obvious. The failed component just doesn't work. And of course, desktop PCs are easier to repair than laptops, which some laptops are near impossible to get inside. And knowing how to use the device manager to diagnose hardware problems is something everyone that has a Windows PC should know how to do. And those are your tech tips for this week's episode of Tech Brood. And I hope you enjoyed another episode of Tech Brood, where we talk about your tech brood just the way you like it. And I'm Greg Doig. And once again, thank you for listening.